It is a Friday afternoon, and that means it is a Facebook Live Friday. I'm Brian Mild, along with Mr. Mucinex Lee K. Howard. is a little under the weather, but he's still doing well. It's still getting after it. Uh, it's Friday, game be day before the UK game with the Florida Gators. You know, last year, it's almost like we, what do we talk about this year? Because for the last X amount of years, at least since I've been in TV, you've always talked about, or we have. Can they end the streak? Yeah, Can the storyline was and simple. Now there's no more streak. Yeah, you know? now now it's about Kentucky beginning their own streak. And, right. and I tell you, I, I enjoy being on this end of the conversation oh, no now no where doubt. we don't have to talk about that streak. Sure. I know the players and certainly the coaching staff are glad that they're no longer talking about that streak. But another win for the Wildcats tomorrow starts a positive streak. That's that's right. And, you know, for years we've talked about oh, the number one song in 1986 was <laughs> Amanda by Boston, you know, and gas only cost 29 cents a gallon and stuff like there, that. There, there is another one because now I've heard it several times this week the last time that Kentucky beat Florida in Lexington. Right, yeah. 33 years or <laughs> yeah, something like so that. So they have haven't quite got rid of all the streak talk just yet. That's right. But hopefully, uh, you know, tomorrow, it's, there's a lot of uh, – the, the one thing I love about football, it's one game a week. And there's so many question marks that you get to answer at the beginning of the season. Now with Terry Wilson on the shelf for the rest of the year, the new question becomes – can Sawyer Smith handle the speed he's going to see Saturday? Can the offensive line protect the new guy behind center? Yeah, I mean, that's the big question. I mean, that is the thing that everybody that attends that game or watches that game sure. on television tomorrow is wanting to see. How can Sawyer Smith step in and play the role that Terry Wilson had for the first two and a half games? And in my opinion, I think he's going to be ready. Now, we got a little bit of a taste of that last week against Eastern Michigan. Yeah. But the thing that gives me a lot of confidence is – Kentucky is not looking for a quarterback to win a ball game for him. They weren't looking for Terry to do that. They're not going to look for Sawyer to do that as well. Hey, there's Brack. Hey, how are you? Didn't see that coming. <laughs> so there, Sawyer, he just has to be a good quarterback yeah. and utilize all the weapons around him, and I think he'll be fine. Well, one thing I, I noticed in the nine pass attempts last week, uh, Sawyer was five of nine. They were quick passes. It was a snap, one-second throw. The touchdown to Lynn Bowden in the corner of the end zone was a snap, get it, go. Same thing with Ahmad Wagner. Snap, wait, now throw. It was not seven-step drop. Obviously, in the shotgun, you're not going to have that. But it was not, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And the one time it was, he took off and ran, slid for about seven or eight, nine yards, whatever. So it's going to be interesting to see what his timing, his inner clock, how quickly he gets rid of it, what kind of pressure Florida gives, and – the offensive line, how much time will he have, and can UK establish the running game? I think that's yeah, huge. That's huge. One more thing on Sawyer. I've heard some people talk about, well, now that Terry's not going to be back there under center, they have to scrap that game plan and go mm -hmm. with a completely new game plan. I don't think that's the case. I think they keep the same game plan with Sawyer as they did with Terry. He's a guy who has experience running the RPOs. Right. He's a guy that can move. I mean, he can run a little bit. He is not just a traditional pocket passer that's stuck back there to find receivers. So those of you that might think that Sawyer is not a guy who can tuck the ball and, and get some yards with his legs, that's incorrect. He can, he can absolutely do that. But like you said, the running game is going to be even more important because he may not be able to run quite as effective as Terry. Right, so a guy like A.J. Rose and Cavassier Smoke and even Chris Rodriguez, we need to see big games from them. Yeah, and if you saw last year, if you get on YouTube and see Troy at Nebraska, you will see Sawyer Smith scamper for about 40 yards, you know, right up the middle uh, on, on a – 
RPO and uh, but yeah the, the running game is big uh, it's really big and they've got a hand hold on to the football no drops like we saw last week mm -hmm. no fumbles we've had two fumbles at the goal line in two games you can get away with that against Toledo. You can get away with that against Eastern Michigan. I don't know if you can get away with it against Florida. Todd Grantham's defense likes to bring pressure. They're going to put pressure, especially on a new starting quarterback yep. for Kentucky. So I think the running game is going to be very important. Last year, Benny Snell at the Swamp ran for 175 yards. Now that was Benny Snell, and he's now in the NFL. But you can see that the defense will give up some runs. So Kentucky, if they utilize that running game the correct way, they, they can pick up some yards on the ground. You know, you mentioned Grantham. He's the defensive coordinator for Florida. Right. Thankfully for the Kentucky coaching staff, they have a long reel to go back <laughs> and say, look, this is what he did at Louisville. This is what he did at Mississippi State. This is what he's done at Florida. See what patterns develop because Coaches are creatures of habit, and right. they are going to do what they are comfortable with. And Todd Grantham, he was going to bring pressure here. Look, Sawyer, if you see this guy over here, he's coming to you. You know, this guy's going to drop back. So they have several years' worth from different teams to show certain tendencies for Sawyer and, and some of the uh, younger guys to take a look at. I like that you mentioned the offensive line a minute ago because I think Kentucky's offensive line versus Florida's defensive line is going to be a huge key in this game. Now, the great thing is Kentucky's offensive line is as good as it's been in, in quite some time. They, those guys, Logan Stenberg, Landon Young, I mean, those, those guys up there are really, uh, Drake Jackson, sure. they are really, really looking like an SEC offensive line. We saw that last year in the Florida game, uh, that the Florida defensive line is very good. So I think whoever wins that line of scrimmage battle is going to have an advantage. You know, one thing we did not talked about, thankfully, but I'm going to be that guy to bring it up. Okay. And I think I mentioned it to you last night. The last time Florida was here, total chaos on two defensive plays when wide receivers were left literally wide open. Obviously, the second one cost UK the ball game. I don't think you're going to see that. You know as well as I do, you know, coaches are paranoid also, and they're going to sit there and say, do you have this? If you see anything, call a timeout. That was, you know, we talked about breaking the streak against Florida, and now Kentucky can break the streak against Florida at home and, and whatnot. Two years ago, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now if just somebody was in front of a receiver. Even going back to 2014, all of these games between Kentucky and Florida seem like they've been close. There was the triple overtime game. There was the game, like you said, two years ago in Lexington where they just – Brain cramp. Yeah, just left the receiver <laughs> open. That was probably a learning experience for the coaches Slightly. as well. Everybody, yeah. And it's one of those things, uh, fool me once, and, you know, it, I'll, I won't do that again. So, and then, of course, last year you go down there and, the get, and get the victory. So, the streak may have been what it was, but I think this current group of Kentucky players, they're not intimidated by Florida. They've played Certainly. with Florida. That's a good point. Ever since they've been in Kentucky. We are taking your questions and comments. Lee K is usually the uh, leader we, we, of the uh, Facebook We do have fan a question. So. Uh, we do have a question from John, and he says, uh, is Franks, as in Felipe Franks, the quarterback for Florida, a good scrambling quarterback? Oh, you know, Florida has had, you go back to Chris Leak and Tim Tebow and Felipe Franks, they have athletic quarterbacks. You know, you, you don't see many Danny Werfels floating around anymore or, or guys like that who are literally just passing quarterbacks. Florida is Florida, and they are going to put pressure on the Kentucky defense, no doubt about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And also, we are going to see uh, tomorrow a speed we have not seen in the first two games. Eastern Michigan and Toledo are good ball clubs. 
no question, but they don't have the speed Florida has. Florida has already been tested also. They've had a little stronger schedule to, to start things. So there are so many, so many different avenues that we can take. And I, that, that's one thing I love about football. You can digest it. You can regurgitate it for six days right. and then do it all over again. And this is going to sound very cliche, and in, in some ways it is. But the way that Kentucky starts the game no against Florida no is question. so important. Last year, Terry Wilson connected with David Bouvier and got that yep. first touchdown of the game for the Wildcats, and that kind of set the tone. Gave Kentucky the early lead, set the tone. They're going to need to set the tone again this year. We've seen in the two games that Kentucky's played so far this year a fast start against one team and then a maybe a slower finish and right. then a, and then maybe a, a slower start and a good finish. Sure. This week they need to put that all together. Yeah, for years and years and years when, when people would talk about UK Florida with me, they said, what's the big key? And I'd say, hey, Florida is going to try and deliver the first round knockout. Sure. They are going to try to be up 14 nothing after the first quarter. And if that's the case, UK's in a lot of trouble. Well, the last couple of times, it has been a good start. Now they have to finish like they did last year. And if Kentucky can survive that first quarter knockout, that first round knockout, I think in any game you have to start there and then it shortens the game. It's now a three-quarter game. Just stay in it early on. Uh, I love how the special teams has done a wonderful job oh, so absolutely. far. Max Duffy, <laughs> the punter from down under, has been killing it. Chance Poor has done well. He missed one field goal, but he has been consistent on extra points. Good. Uh, the kickoff game has been relatively good. So uh, a, a lot of positives. It will be warm. Tomorrow, yeah. it's going to be quite like a swamp, like a smaller swamp, not right. the Gainesville swamp. One time, I would love to see Florida come here in the, like November, like <laughs> they used to back in the '80s. When it was cold, and it just be cold. Man. Yeah, you know, one one other thing that Kentucky will have on its side in that game is the home field advantage. Game sure. is a sellout. Kentucky fans are going to show up. Mm -hmm. They're going to be rowdy. I always like a team's chances at home more than on the road oh, no when, when all things are equal. So I, I think that's another another thing that Kentucky can certainly bank on. And if you're watching this and you're going to the game, I mean, be ready to be rowdy because the Wildcats <laughs> are going to need it. One other thing going on this weekend, and it's uh, last night, South Atlantic League baseball, the Lexington yes. Legends. And I know it's baseball in the football season. And sometimes baseball can struggle with attendance. Last night in game three of the South Atlantic League Championship Series, that place was packed. And it was great to see it. Uh, a lot of people, the Legends lost to Hickory 5-1. to one, So now it's a, best of, uh, it's a best of five series. The Legends still lead two games to one. Last night I saw something. And I've been talking about it for the last, oh, I don't know. 16 hours. I have never seen a single A ball club like Hickory have so much lumber in the department of home runs. They had six guys with double digit home runs. Their pitchers were hitting 97, 96, 97, 98 miles an hour. I have never seen that in yeah. single A baseball. Tonight, the Legends can clinch their third South Atlantic League title if Lexington was to lose in game four. There is a winner take all <laughs> game five Saturday at one. Now, I know a lot of people want to tailgate. You can tailgate at Whitaker Bank Ballpark <laughs> and make your way over game. to the football stadium, too, if that happens. I think the better scenario would be the Legends winning tonight yeah. in Game 4, <laughs> closing out the series, getting their back-to-back -back South Atlantic League uh, championship yeah. under their belt, and then you don't have to worry about it tomorrow. But that is a good plan B, I think. If Maybe you don't have a tailgate spot out there at Kroger Field. Right. Set up your tailgate at Whitaker Bank Ballpark, <laughs> enjoy the baseball game, and then make your way over to uh, the football yeah, game. Yeah, then just kind of blend out of it. There's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of tailgating. Just blend in whenever you can. You uh, former UK pitcher Zach Hockey gets the start tonight for the 
the legends as the good guys trying to wrap up, as Lee Kay said, back-to-back -back South Atlantic League titles. The first championship was in 2001. That was canceled by 9-11. Last year, the legends win it on the road. This year, they can win it at home, and that yeah. would be a big, that, that, that would be a huge deal for a ball club that has done uh, some great things over the last couple of years and certainly over the last 20 years. We're going to wrap it up. We've got work to do. So thank you for watching Facebook Live. We'll see you next week, and go Cats!